0: And then when I was posting my first live video, I was thinking, oh God, what's the engagement going to be like? Are people going to respond to it? That kind of thing. And
1: Welcome to the Raw Wheel Podcast. Are you dreaming of changing your life through opening a business or are you curious what obstacles entrepreneurs had to overcome on their journey? Then you're in the right place. My name is Agnes Billig and I'm your host. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Raw and Real. Today's guest on the show is Rohini magvana Rohini is the founder of LifeWire Media, a company that helps businesses to leverage the power of video for massive growth. The aim is to help business owners stand out from their competition, gain massive exposure and boost their engagement and lead conversion rate. Hey Rohini, it's really great to talk to you today. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, me too. So I'm First, curious to get to know a little bit more about your background and where you come from, because I guess uh, you grew up in the UK based on your accent, but your name is definitely not English.
0: (laughs) No, so my parents were born in Kenya. My family originates from uh, northern India, and then I was born in the UK. Uh,
1: That's super cool. So uh, tell Mm. me a little bit, like when was the point that you really started um, to be interested in making videos?
0: My dad has always been a bit of a camera geek, a bit like myself. He always has to have the latest technology of everything. And um, he brought home one day uh, the digital Kodak camera. Do you remember the ones that were like the size of your head? They were like a brick. <laughs> so he brought home one of those and he was really excited with how it all worked and everything. And even in the build up to him choosing to buy it, he was really excited. Like, oh, I'm going to go out and get the Kodak camera in about a week. Um, so that incitement just really instilled in me. Then when he brought it home, he goes, here you go, have a little play with this. And I just became fascinated with how it worked. Like, I became amazed at how I could point this piece of glass called the lens at an object and I could see it on a digital screen. And from then on, I, I just became fascinated with how I could, how I could do that and how cameras actually worked. And then the passion just grew from there, really. And then I went to go and work in the television industry for a little while. Long story cut short, I got fired multiple times. So I kind of got the memory that I really wasn't meant to be employed. And then um, I decided to set up my own businesses. And the reason I set up my own businesses is because I realised that actually being in employment just wasn't for me. Not because I wasn't good at it, but because... Um, I was just self-sabotaging and it wasn't really my passion. What really lit me up was being creative and empowering other people as well. And I really did a lot of research into the video industry at that time, which was about six years ago. And I realized that a lot of business owners, um, they they understood the power of video and they wanted to use it But because they didn't have the resources to be able to use it, they didn't do videos themselves. And then when they did have the video, as great as the video looked, it looked very aesthetically pleasing. It was beautiful, very cinematic, but they didn't know how to market it afterwards. So they would then have to spend their time and more money finding somebody who was competent enough to get them the results they were looking for when they initially purchased the video. So they are in a bit of a catch-22 situation where they were thinking, okay, I don't have the resources and I don't have the time to go and find somebody to market this for me. I don't have the time to learn this myself. So really from day one, I realized that my focus really needs to be around helping business owners actually getting the results they're looking for using videos, because it's all very well and good having great quality looking videos. But you want those videos to get you results, don't you? Yeah, for sure. You want them to convert you. You want them to get you more exposure, boost your brand awareness, all of that stuff. And a lot of business owners was kind of struggling in that area, really. And then since I came along, they were like, oh my God, you can do videos and you can do video marketing as well. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, so I'm curious, you know, about the power of video that you also mentioned. So what do you think um, is the difference between posting like a text post or a picture or a video on social media?
0: The difference is massive because it's statistically proven that videos get way more engagement compared to any other form of um, content on social media. The reason it gets so much more engagement is because it taps into more of our senses. And the more that marketers tap into our senses the more that we make a connection to the whatever we're consuming and when we form an emotional connection to what we are consuming we're much more likely to buy into it because and I remember one of my mentors telling me this a while back and it's so true that facts tell but stories they sell So when we get on video and we share with people our story, what we're about, it helps our viewer to form an emotional connection to us on a much deeper level compared to, say, a blog post or a picture. There's nothing wrong with having any other form of content on social media, but they cannot connect to us emotionally in the way that a video can.
1: So what what do you think um, is important about doing it right? Because I see quite a lot of my video, uh, a lot of videos generally when I scroll through the feed of people just, you know, randomly sharing stuff about <laughs> their day or I've also seen people reading a book out loud um, for like three minutes, right, on a clip. Yeah. So what do you think has to be done right in order for this clip to be engaging and obviously also to convert people?
0: Adding value. I always say to my clients, start with the end in mind. Like, what, first of all, what do you want to get out of it? What's your reason for posting the video? What's your reason for posting the content? Because there's no point in posting content for the sake of posting content. People can smell that a mile off. They want that authenticity. So, when you think about the end game, then you can start actually building that story around it. Does that make sense so far?
1: Yeah, I mean, let's just take an example. I think that's easiest. Let's say you're yeah. a coach and you want to get more one-on-one clients. What would you advise them to post?
0: Take a look at your audience's problems. I mean, really get to know them because there's always like the, um, the surface level problem, which is usually the problem that they come to you for. And then there's the deeper rooted problem which is actually causing the main problem that they've come to you for in the first place. And I'm sure you find this with your clients as well, Agnes, that when a client comes to you with one problem, it's often not that problem, that is the the cause. The cause is actually something else. When you actually get to know your audience's cause and what's actually causing their problems, then you can focus on creating content that actually solves their problems. When you solve people's problems, they're much more likely to see you as someone who's giving them value and perceived value and when they come to need your services they're much more likely to remember you because you're the one who's helped them to solve their problems in the first place. So say for example if I was a coach I might do a video on 10 top tips on how to boost your confidence so that you can go out in public and hold your head high but I might know the deeper rooted problems of those confidence of what's causing that lack of confidence, And I might do a video around that as well. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, that makes sort of sense. So I'm wondering yeah. like, what, uh, what do you make your videos about?
0: Solving people's problems in, in the day and adding value. There's three different types of value. And when you start posting videos, you'll get to know which one, which type of value-based video is going to work best for you. And you really need to track what your audience are responding to because your audience may respond to you differently and in the, in, they may respond differently to different pieces of content. Content. So there's education-based videos. So education-based videos is where you're educating your audience about something that may, they may not have known about before. I do this all the time where I'm sharing top tips about something um, or how to do this when it comes to video marketing or whatever. Then there's information. Information is where you're literally telling them some form of fact or something that they may not have known about before. So education and information is, they're very, very similar, but they're actually a little bit different. So say for example, if I was a travel agent, if I was doing an education-based video, an education-based video might be top 10 things to do when you're in Dubai. The information-based video might be your flight to Dubai has just been cancelled. Here's what to do now. And then there's the third form, which is absolutely massive, but it's also the hardest to crack as well, which is entertainment. Entertainment is that feel good factor, it's making people laugh, it's making them feel good as a result of watching your content. It's one of the reasons why cat videos work so well on the internet because they give people that warm and fuzzy feeling on the inside. It makes them laugh. It makes them feel happiness afterwards as well. And that's the hardest one to crack I find because it's very difficult to make people laugh. So if you're not naturally funny, or if you're not naturally an entertainer, don't try and be that. If you are, great. Focus on the education-based videos. Educate your audience about something that they may not have known about before. Give them some top tips about something that they, that's going to help them to solve their problems. Give them some top tips about something that's going to help them
1: in the short term as well. Do you have any sentences that you use in the video in order to get people to engage with it?
0: Yes. So if I'm doing a live video, I will encourage people to actually share the content as well. So when you do your live videos you might find that people are starting to watch your content but they're not really doing anything so how do you get them to do something you tell them what you want them to do because otherwise people are just like sitting ducks they're just so absorbed in the information that you're telling them on the live video that they're not actually doing anything so you need to be that one that encourages them to do that I've literally just done a live video where I've said to the viewers Comment below with your questions. I want to hear your questions. Get involved in the discussion. Drop an emoji if if you feel great about this. Let me know your thoughts on X, Y, and Z. Get them involved in the discussion that you're having on your live videos as well. But also, if you know that somebody is commenting quite a lot, or if you can see who is watching, call them out. Say, hey, Agnes, I'd love it if you could share this video out with the people on your feed because it might help them out as well. And you've got to give people a reason to share it out as well. Nobody cares about your views, your figures, um, you wanting to get more exposure because they're thinking, if I share this out, how is that going to look to my audience? So you've got to give them a reason to share this out. So when, when I just did my live video just now, I said to um, the viewers on there, Share this out because it might help somebody in your newsfeed and they will thank you as a result of you sharing this with them. They will not have access to this nugget of information without you sharing this with them. And when you call people out individually, say, Agnes, I'd love it if you can share this out, it makes people pay attention. It makes them want to do it. And it's not being commanding, it's not being authoritative, it's just directing people gently with love
1: do you have ideas also on the format what's kind of best on average
0: yeah just before we move on to that though i think it's also important to mention the call to action as well so a call to action is the next step that you want people to take as a result of watching your videos so a very um i'm going to call it a light call to action is where you say to people at the end of the video, like, comment and share. It's a generic thing. It's very vanilla. What's actually massive right now and what more and more people are doing to actually get people sharing their content and commenting on their content is they're telling people the next step that they want them to do. So say, for example, if you've got a course coming out soon, guys, register your interest here. You can say that at the end of the video. Guys, I talk about this all the time in my business, get in touch with me if you want to know more about my consulting services. You can call me here. So, you're giving people very specific directions and you're giving them very um non vanilla directions, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You're giving them a reason to want to reach out to you because, like, I'm going to share, it's very vanilla, it's very uh, n- nothing's really in it for me, it's all about you kind of thing. Whereas, when you're getting them to actually do something for them, that's when they think, actually, I really want to do that and that's what I found that really works for me as well giving people being specific with your call to action as well and then you asked about the formula didn't you
1: about the format yeah so if you think it's best you know to post always like a one minute video or like three or five minutes okay
0: so I've personally found that it depends on your audience and how they respond, and you're going to know how your audience respond to things by tracking what they respond to. You can look at your insights to find out more details about them. So for some people, doing two-hour live videos works for them really, really well. I mean, I've known people to convert people off the back of three-hour live videos. And to me, that just sounds like a bore fest. <laughs> but what they've done in those live videos is they've kept their audience constantly engaged by giving them value but that's what the audience responds to. Whereas other people, and this is the case for most people as well, they find that shorter videos actually work better. The reason statistically shorter videos work better is because as humans, we generally have very short attention spans. Our average attention span is about three to eight seconds. So Keep your videos short and sweet. Don't mention any stuff that doesn't need to be in there. Don't try and make it any longer than it needs to be. I know a lot of people say YouTube videos need to be 10 minutes because um, that's that's what the algorithms favor. And to that, I always say, if your video is naturally going to be 10 minutes without you talking about fluff, waffling on, great, do that don't try and stretch it out any longer than it needs to be because it's just going to be painful for your audience to watch.
1: And when it comes to the conversions, right? Like how long do you think it takes on average um, of posting in order to actually convert clients from it? And uh, what's important to keep in mind in order to have conversions? What
0: a great question. I love it. So if you're new to videos, I think it's going to take on average about three to six months for you to start seeing conversion rates. Most people start to see um, results straight away in terms of engagement, exposure, people getting in touch with them, inquiries, that kind of thing. But in terms of conversion rates, it takes typically about three to six months. And that's if you're posting consistently as well. When I say consistently, I mean like a minimum of at least once a day. The reason you want to be posting consistently is because people are active on social media at different times of day. They're active on different days as well. So you want to make sure that you're getting as much of your audience as possible. And then I think in order to convert them, I think the main things to consider when you want to convert people is first of all thinking, and I'm going to contradict myself here. If you're doing a video for the sake of thinking, I want to convert people, I've got to get sales people can smell that a mile off. Whereas if you come from a place of genuinely wanting to serve people and solving their problems and adding value, like I mentioned earlier, people are much more likely to remember you with the consistency as well. They're much more likely to remember you because you've given them that value. You've shown up for them in a way that possibly nobody else has as well. And when they come to need your services, they're much more likely to get in touch with you as well. But also on that note, don't be afraid to reach out to people as well especially when you're first starting out a lot of people tend to think I'm posting videos but nobody's reaching out to me well why don't you reach out to them why don't you reach out to people that have engaged with you on the posts as well because it it's just a bit that case of who who wants to take that initial first step I think part of it like is maybe maybe move your ego aside to one second get in touch with the people that have been engaging with your posts and say hey let's have a conversation or i noticed that you've been engaging with my with my videos recently is there a way that i can help you out and i think that's very important in the beginning because when you're starting out with posting videos you've got to remember people are not used to seeing you you are not used to seeing your brand more or less every day as well so you've got to give it that time for people to not only get used to you but eventually start to trust you and therefore like you as well when you start building up that trust and like factor that's when people start to want to start making inquiries with you as well and if you want to speed up that process that conversion process reach out to the people that are actually engaging with your posts as well if you know who they are
1: do you have also any tips in order to boost that energy on another video and really increase your confidence
0: yeah so one of the things I like to do sometimes is I have a little dance just before I'm about to go live it loosens up the muscles I get my favorite song on and I just have a little jam out session even if it's on my own um and I know that can be quite awkward for some people because they're thinking oh my god it's all so awkward and that that tip is not going to resonate with everybody totally cool if it's not for you um, the other thing you could do is have yourself a coffee or an energy drink. I, I personally take these things called a fistic. They're great because they they give me that natural energy lift w- without the crash. And it just boosts my energy as well. And then I also, it's going to sound really cheesy and cliche, but I think about what's in it for the audience as well. I try and take myself out of the picture as much as pos- possible and think about how can I come from a place of serving today? Because when I do that, I'm thinking, actually, it takes just the pressure away from me. It takes the, um, the self-consciousness away from me as well. And in terms of building camera confidence, first of all, people look at me and think, oh my God, she's brilliant. And I'm not saying that for like to toot my own horn or whatever, but they, they, they look at me and think, I could never do what she's doing. And so, what I would say to that is when I first started doing live videos, I was awful. Like, I was legit awful. It took me about two hours to do my first pre recorded video because the words just didn't come out. So, first of all, if anyone's listening to this or watching this thinking, I'm not too confident, I don't know what I'm doing, first of all, I've been there, I hear you. So these tips are really for you. So tip number one is plan your content. When you plan your content, you know the structure that you're gonna be going through as well. And it sort of eliminates that whole process of feeling like you're having to wing it. Then my, my second tip is to hold up a vanity mirror behind the lens as well. And just on that note, I think it's important to maintain eye contact with the lens because it's a bit like when you're talking with somebody face-to-face. You wouldn't look at them in their shoulders. You wouldn't look past them. You wouldn't look anywhere else. You'd look them in the eye, wouldn't you? And when you're doing videos, it's important to maintain the eye contact by looking at the lens. And it will subconsciously help your viewers to feel much more comfortable in watching you. So holding up a vanity mirror behind the lens, To you, you're looking at yourself. To the audience, you're looking at them. And then tip number three is hold up notes just beneath the lens as well. Like I do this all the time. Tape notes beneath the lens because if you do lose lose your trail of thought, you can look directly underneath the lens to see your notes. And that way your eyes aren't deviating away from the lens too much. And you don't have to have that thing of thinking, oh, what do I say next? Uh, I've lost my trail of thought because your notes are right there prompting you. And then my last tip is to practice, 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 practice makes perfect. Your first, I hate to break it to you guys, but your first few videos are probably going to be awful. But if you take yourself out of the picture and you focus on giving value to people, then they're not thinking about how your hair looks that day. They're not thinking about your background. They're not thinking about how you sound. They're not thinking about all the things that make you feel subconscious because they're thinking, what's in it for me? They're thinking, why should I watch this video? That's what they're thinking subconsciously. You've got to give people a reason to want to keep tuning in. So when you focus on actually what's in it for your audience and remove yourself out the the frame, essentially, no pun intended, then um, that just relieves the pressure from you.
1: So what were your insecurities when you when you re- recorded your first video and when you posted it as well online?
0: Well, I think my insecurities were thinking, at first, I've got to get this perfect, because being a, a video marketer myself and being in video production, even though it's still in my early days, I was still thinking, I've got to get this perfect. I had this thing back then of having to be perfect in all of my work. And then I realized that perfection doesn't exist. So the, there comes a point, I think, where I just, I just had to bite the bullet and get on with it. And um, that's when I really just truly focus on actually thinking, of how can I come from a place of serving? Because one of my mentors always said to me, when you're meeting with people face to face and you get a bit nervous, think about how you're going to help them. And when your brain does that, it takes the pressure away from you because scientifically you cannot focus on two things at the same time so if you shift your focus onto something different then it takes that pressure away from you so that's what I did in the beginning to just alleviate those nerves as well but also I wasn't afraid to be vulnerable as well I think in one of my first live videos I was like guys this is my first video um I don't know what I'm doing but I'm doing it (laughs) And people respect that vulnerability as well, because they can relate to it, and then, as I started getting more confidence in doing it, that's when the the speaking ability just grew as well. So the confidence kind of comes naturally in time anyway, you just gotta be patient with it and then, when I was posting my first live video, I was thinking, "Oh God, what's the engagement gonna be like? Are people gonna respond to it that kind of thing and people did because I was helping them to solve a problem they weren't thinking about no, like literally nobody, nobody's done business off the back of how my hair looks that day
1: <laughs> yeah I like that <laughs> do you still have a last key takeaway a personal insight that you would like to share um, that helped you grow
0: yeah I think doing videos yourself to start with is a really great place to start. But then it gets to the point where you need to outsource it. And that's where somebody like myself or a VA who can edit videos will come into place. Because we can help you essentially save you time and therefore make you more money in the long run. So What we can do for people is we can spruce up your video. We can edit it to actually make you look better. And this is something that we do quite a lot with people. So especially in lockdown, we've been editing videos for people who've been recording their own videos from home. They've been sending it to us for us to then um, edit, basically, add our enhancements to it, make it look like a Hollywood movie, basically.
1: And uh, how can people get in touch with you?
0: So you can find me on my website, either livewiremedia.co.uk or you can find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Livewiremedia.uk. We're more than happy to connect with people, Rohini, Makwana, on any social media platform.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much for sharing. And for everyone who's watching or listening, we would love to hear what your experiences with videos are. So make sure to let us know in the comments below the video how they actually influence your business. Thank you so much for listening. If you don't want to miss out on future episodes, please subscribe to the podcast on your preferred platform and be sure to leave a review on iTunes or Google Play. And check out the show notes for a deeper dive on what you heard today.